0: Welcome to Show Me Something Wrong, where each episode one of us chooses a movie to watch that the other hasn't seen. The movie is often obscure, usually odd, and always wrong. I'm Dave, and I'm Guy. And today I've chosen the movie, and it's a haunted Turkish bathhouse from 1975. Oh yeah! Alright, so. Right, so, right. All right. so a Haunted Turkish Bathhouse. The, <laughs> the title is yeah, pretty <laughs> amazing. Great title. <laughs> the Japanese title is Bakaneko Toduko Kuro. Mm. So fairly, fairly accurate translation, but a few details there that we'll, we'll go into yeah. soon. I like the, the Bakeneko part of the title. <laughs> like, I think this kind of should be explained a little bit. It's yeah, such yeah. a great title. Oh, we're definitely going into that. So this is directed by Kazuhiko Yamaguchi. Mm who is still alive, which really is surprised he? me. Yeah, he's like, in his 80s. Good man, good man. And he is a champ. We'll get into him mm. uh, soon. And the film is made by Toei, mm-hmm. which we'll also talk about in a bit as well. And it has an absolutely fucking amazing cast. Mm. Incredible cast of lots of people oh, yeah. that we're going to be talking about. A lot of familiar well. faces oh, in Many, here, many, yeah. many, many familiar faces. So maybe the first thing to get into... Is that title, mm-hmm. and what this film is, and why I chose it. Mm. So the main reason I chose this is because this is a kind of crazy mashup of two genres. Mm. So we've got the Bakaneko yeah. genre. Do you know? Have you have you watched many of these films? Is that
1: an actual Bakaneko? Is that an actual genre?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh ghost ghost cat ghost cats genre. No. May, maybe the. I mean this is this comes from like folklore mm. horror so yokai stories mm. sort of where what, what is the definition of a yokai like a japanese ghost story or monster story Yeah but as you said
1: it's very much like um embedded in with the folklore of Japan and this is only just my own personal interpretation of it but it's kind of like it seems to be always um whenever a parent wants to teach their child a lesson they use the yokai as a kind of like as an excuse or a way of teaching kids certain things. So, for example, like, you know, if you don't finish all your food, then the motainayo bakke is going to come. Which one is that? He's the he's the one who, um, well, it's like, you know, nai. is like the wasteful. So it's like the wasteful ghost. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. What um, does he look like, though? Does he does he okay. have a
1: particular look? Oh, I couldn't tell you. I think he's actually a regular, relatively new yokai. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> not not well in the grand scheme of things, he's not as like famous as the kappa or something. Yeah, yeah. But my favorite one. I'm going to just yokai stuff here. <laughs> but my favorite one is the um, uh, akka. Oh, fucking! No, oh hang on. Aka nume if you don't, like, clean your bath properly, he's, like, this, like, really creepy naked little man with a long tongue who licks all the, (laughs) like, the scud off your dirty bath. So there always kind of, like, these kind of, like, almost stories, almost like old wives' tales Mm. and ways to teach your kids just how to be a decent citizen. Sure. Because if you don't, a gross old naked old man is going to
0: come and lick you. Oh, disgusting. Yeah, the the Kappa is the most famous Mm. one. The, uh, kind of turtle... He's a frogman. Frogman. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Sorry, not turtle. Like yeah. He's got the the bald yeah head. The kind yeah. of fryer tuck haircut. Yeah. And um, don't they? Isn't the thing? cuppers are pretty fucked up as well, right? They're the ones that stick their fingers up your butthole or something if you go swimming in, <laughs> in the river or something. Like <laughs> I mean, that. Kind of. And not, well, not no. They might do. No, they rip. They rip your
1: balls out. They rip your balls. Yeah, out. but they're not like your bull's balls they're they're a kind of a mythical set of balls what that oh, no. apparently yeah, the kappa will, will rip out of you wow so they're not like <sighs> testicle balls they're just other balls and there's a name for them as well I can't remember what they are but um they're the, the, other balls. They're the mystical balls mystical that, that kappas <laughs> like to rip out of people when You're they right. go swimming in the lakes yeah mm. uh, I'm not quite sure what the uh the moral of the story behind that one was like don't
0: go swimming in yeah. Strange Lakes. I don't know, but <laughs> my my first experience with yokai, I didn't even know it was Yokai specifically, mm. but I used to watch Monkey Magic when I was a kid. Right. Did you ever do you know that no. show? So it's so weird that so much of my childhood I was watching Japanese shows without knowing they were Japanese. Mm. So I watched Power Rangers, mm. which uses footage from a Japanese TV show. Yeah. And I used to watch a show called I think it's just called Monkey, mm-hmm. but the theme song is "Monkey Magic" right uh, by Go Diego Go, okay. Go Sorry, what are they called? Go Diego? Is that what they're called? For, who do the Halsoo score? Oh, okay, that seventies band. Yeah, um, and it's a retelling of Oh fuck, what's it called? Journey to the Center West. of the Planet. Earth <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. West. Is that what
1: it's called? <laughs> Journey to, to the
0: West. West. Yeah, and the main characters Monkey and mm. But yeah, one of the characters is called Sandy, and it's a guy dressed up as a kappa. Wow. And I was like, oh, it's just a bold man. <laughs> but then he would occasionally turn into like a weird monster. Right. Interesting. So as a, literally like when I was four, wow. I was watching a copper on screen. No way. Knowing it was a copper. That's pretty <laughs> nuts. That's pretty nuts. But yeah, this, this film is, yeah, part of the ghost cat genre, which yeah, comes right. from that world of yokai. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these films were really popular, you know, all the way back into the 50s, mm. there was all of these ghost cat films. The most famous by far, I would say, is Kuro Neko. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. From 1968, mm. by uh, Kenoto Shindo. Uh, that's an amazing film. Have you seen that? Yep. That was really fantastic. And another really great one is Black Cat Mansion, from 1958. That is awesome. And I think I've well. seen that one. So there's loads of these great films, but they're basically essentially like revenge films most of the time where Mm. usually a woman or women Mm. are killed or assaulted in some kind of way Mm. and a cat-type ghost or spirit possesses them or possesses their bodies they come back and get revenge. That's most of of how they sort of turn Mm. out, which is the same in this film as Mm. well. So that's one half of this film. But... (laughs) It's mixed with another genre, pinky violence. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm sure you've seen a lot of pinky violence before. And this is a genre that the director, uh, Yamaguchi, has made many films in this genre as well. But Mm -hmm. pinky violence, I guess it's kind of just like a broad kind of term for films that were violent, had a lot of softcore sex and nudity. Mm. And they were really big in the early 70s, maybe up Mm. until the late 70s. not a huge run for these films and, mm. and and Toei made a lot mm. of these these films kind of as a response to roman pornos yeah you you were a fan of uh the old pinky violence or, oh, I what, love me what's some of your, your favorites
1: uh the ones that come to mind is a uh, terrifying girls high school mm-hmm. oh, that was absolutely great uh zero woman red handcuffs mm. knockout stuff yeah uh, i i loved mickey sugimoto when I, was, when I was probably, I don't know, 20, I went through a massive Mikisugi Moto Face and I just blitzed everything of her so that I could get my hands on. Mm. Uh, Iko Rike as well. I mean, she's considered like the queen of, of uh, pink Violence in a
0: way. Is that uh, I- Ike, Ike Riko? Yeah. Riko, yeah. Mm. Is she, she's the one from Sex and Fury, yes, is that right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always think of... I mean, the the first place I go to, my first experience with the genre was the female prisoner scorpion. Oh, yeah. Films, yeah, which are absolutely
1: I, I as well. I mean... As, well, as much as they definitely are set in this genre, I kind of place them aside because they're not as kind of exploitive. You know they're what I mean? They're a bit more classy. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and Kajimeiko, she definitely does bring, like you said, class to the genre. Yeah. It's not so just in-your-face gritty and violent and bloody and not so sexual either. Mm. Um, so
0: even though, yeah, they are technically...
1: I mean, yeah, they are, but, but they're also not in my mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, they are. You're right, they are like the they're like the fancier class yeah you I, I like to that. think
1: of uh mei as like as better than the. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's also not to say that these films are cheap and shitty because mm. i feel like even japan's no i'm not going to say all of japan's exploitative films are really well made but there is an artistry behind these films oh, especially definitely. with a studio like Toei mm. company they were not I don't think they were as big as Nikatsu at the time. I'm not so sure, but you know they're a pretty iconic company. When you see the oh, yeah. logo at the start, with mm. the you know the the waves crashing on the rocks, you kind of almost straight away know that you're in for a good time yeah. at that point. <laughs> and I, I mean, I'm kind of going a little bit off track, but there's there's
1: certain things that make a Pinky Violence film, and there's there's always like great lining and great great lighting great soundtrack i think the soundtrack is is so
0: incredible and yeah it's always like crazy like frantic jazz Yeah, it's fucking great and fuck the score of this film which is by i didn't know this guy but hiroshi babauchi oh. he he also did the score for wolf guy which we can mm. talk about later but yeah it's a Mm, great, Scott. That's completely it. nuts,
1: Scott. And they 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 all have a very similar, even though they're they're, they're different um, story wise. They they're, they're very, kind of it's quite a broad genre story wise, but they all have kind of set themes. Yeah, that all kind of conform to that pinky violence label but every time one starts they kind of have the all the regular faces and the regular scores and you
0: always just know you're in for a fucking fantastic time Mm, definitely so before doing this episode in preparation Mm. i watched all of the extra features on the blu-ray ah uh, mondo macabro right uh, recently that's sort of another reason i chose this Mm. because when i watched this film a year ago i feel like not to sound like i I knew about this film before everyone else (laughs) i knew it it before i was cool I, I, i don't mean it in that way but I feel like it wasn't really so much on anyone's radar, and now like everyone's talking about oh. this film. Everybody, everybody. literally everybody, like everybody, everybody. <laughs> forget about Avatar 2. It's all it's <laughs> all about to Turkish bathhouse. But yeah, I wanted to uh, watch all the stuff on that mm. Blu-ray to pick up some extra tidbits, and there was a pretty great comment from um, on one of the extra features. There's a film scholar, oh. Patrick Matthias. Uh, who talks about Toei Studios, and he's basically talking about how this Pinky Violence line was in direct competition with Nikatsu's Roman Porno line. Oh, okay. And the guy that ran Toei St- Studios at the time, his name was Shigeru Okada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted to compete with Nikatsu, and he there's a on record quote from him that is fucking amazing. That's just setting up. What he wanted Pinky Violence to be. Mm. Do you want to hear the quote? I've got it down. So <laughs> it's quite a long quote. So he said, "This is his quote from the the guy that ran Toei at the time. Make more erotic films than the Katsu. Make erotic films that are not romantic, but are more hardcore. <laughs> uh, if our rivals have five sex scenes, we should have seven. There is no such thing as honor." Get popular actresses out of Nikatsu movies without hesitation. <laughs> eroticism, eroticism, eroticism. <laughs> and that is something that you see in this film where this film actually poaches some Nikatsu actresses. So actresses oh. that you basically would only associate with Nikatsu mm. usually have been plucked out of Nikatsu Roman pornos and put into this film. And we'll get into that once we get mm. into the film itself. But yeah, I thought that quote was just that's a great one, hilarious. I love the the romantic, not romantic, but hardcore. <laughs> that's I'm just saying that it makes total sense
1: because yeah, even though there are some great Roman pornos out in Encatsu, I definitely well,
0: I was more interested and enjoyed the uh, the pinky violent stuff a lot more. Yeah, it's funny. I think when I was younger, mm. I preferred the pinky violent mm. stuff because it is more fun. Yeah, but as I've gotten older, I've really grown to appreciate mm. how I don't know how fucked up and Art artistic they're very, they're very classy aren't they mm-hmm. yeah again just back to the director so uh, Yamaguchi mm. I just wanted to talk about him a little bit mm. so he worked with Toei a lot mm. had a, an amazing career from the 70s onward and he's directed some of my all-time favorites have you seen Sister Street Fighter oh of course yeah fuck that is such a fucking great brilliant film. movie so that is one of probably his most famous film I'd mm-hmm. say, absolutely fantastic uh martial arts film and maybe actually maybe my favorite is wolf guy and (laughs) i know you watched that kind of recently
1: yeah right yeah yeah absolutely amazing i had seen like a handful of his films before um that i'd seen like the delinquent girl boss Mm -hmm. films and the wandering into butterfly and like i said sister tree fight as well there's a couple of uh meiko kaji films like Mm -hmm. here and there but i hadn't seen wolf guy and you lent it to me earlier this year perhaps say so, yeah <laughs> and it fucking blew my yeah. mind
0: it is so good it's another kind of weird mashup it sort is. of thing it is it is like Sonny chiba as a wolf guy <laughs> he's not really a werewolf he just has he's just a super powerful mm. guy right mm. um, but it's insane it's kind of like body horror at times and then wild sort of action.
1: It takes the whole pinky violence show around and just says, fuck it, and does whatever it, you know, yeah. it wants to do. It's it has that great. pinky violence mold, but it kind of like breaks out of that mold, like you said, and goes into weird body horror, supernatural territory, which you don't really get too much within
0: this genre. No, it's quite unique, mm. that film. And yeah, that is a really great film that also yeah recently had a really good Blu-ray release. So that's one I would definitely recommend seeing even probably before this film <laughs> this this one gets a bit more weird i think <laughs> yeah and yamaguchi he he kind of worked with i think just he like he worked with the same people a lot mm. and you see that a lot in in toei and in nikatsu the mm. same actors appearing again and again and the same crew appearing again so even though they're big studios there's also kind of i don't know it feels like a kind of a sense of Independence Mm. with them as well, where they they worked with people they wanted to work with. So, for example, the uh, one of the writers of this film is Masahiro Kakefuda, uh, who worked a lot with Yamaguchi. He also wrote *Sex and Fury*, which Mm. we mentioned earlier, and he wrote horrors of malformed men yes mm. that
1: is an amazing film yeah phenomenal. extremely fucked and just looking at his um filmography now he also did um school of the holy beast yeah
0: so which is another one of my favorites very prolific and the other writer is nobuaki nakajima who Also worked on a lot of Mm. uh, Yamaguchi films as well. So yeah, really impressive crew behind Mm. this film. It is. It is literally
1: like an all star cast. Yeah. I was was watching. I was like,
0: fuck, she's in it too. Yeah. Yeah. And we're definitely (laughs) going to be talking a lot about the cast in this as we go through. Mm. (laughs) All right, should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right. So we begin with a kind of oh, after of course the famous Toei uh, logo. We get this. Kind of nightmarish high pitch sound, right? Mm. It's going, and then boom, we get this amazing title sequence that just instantly made me. The first time I watched this, I was so pumped up. By this <laughs> title sequence—it's like a naked woman holding a candle mm. in a in a hallway with this weird sort of shadow mm. on the wall, and then it yeah moves into this strange kind of montage. You've got Naomi Tanu, who, who we'll talk about soon. Uh, rotating on this weird... (laughs) What do you call that? Like at a... You know the restaurant when you've got that rotating... What do you call that thing? Not a conveyor belt. Not a conveyor belt. But you know the one in it's like in the middle of a table.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You see it a lot in Chinese restaurants, don't you? My brain's gone blank on that.
0: But she's basically on one of those just rotating around. It's very stylish. Yeah. And then she's in a bathtub, right? And there's bubbles just floating up. yeah, yeah. Which come back later as well, right? And just... Yeah, flames bursting onto the screen. It kind and, uh, of seems like it sounds like it's like a music video. Yeah, yeah. It is very weird. It's like no
1: context to anything that we're looking at. It's just her spinning around with yeah. fire and weird like screen
0: partations and there's like crazy jazz music. It's great. Yeah, yeah. It, is, it is great. It's it a wicked opening. And you could already sort of see from that opening sequence, like it's an exploitation film, yes, but the artistry that has gone into this mm. is spectacular. Like amazing art direction amazing music it's not just a cheap piece Mm. of garbage like Mm -hmm. it's a it's a really fantastic fantastically carefully kind of made film Mm -hmm. then we get we get into the film itself we get a title card we're in yoshiwara in tokyo so the i guess the sex district Mm. at that time 1958 Mm. the the 31st of march so this is when basically prostitution is coming to an end Mm. in japan Again, we'll kind of go into that stuff as well and why this film is called Haunted Turkish Bathhouse. But anyway, we're in a a brothel Mm. and we have all of these prostitutes in there all eating, having a great old time. (laughs) Naomi Tani's in there. She's got a cat, Kuro. Oh, yeah. Who's one of the cutest cats. He's awesome. In cinema history. (laughs) Unfortunately, he doesn't do too well in this film later on. But (laughs) very, very, very cute cat. And I also love... I love seeing i love this is a weird thing but i do love seeing animals on film not like in last week when they're getting killed oh, of course yeah but <laughs> there's something very funny about an animal in a film because they don't know that they're in the film that's right? true yeah, so yeah, yeah this cat Kudo is like looking at the camera <laughs> <and stuff. laughs> it's pretty great so what's going on here? Why you in the whole house what's happening yeah so was, yeah, he was yeah. Wicked, yeah so they're all in there loads of women like it's a huge amount of people mm. in the scene right yeah, the owner of the brothel, Genzo, comes in. So Genzo is played by uh, Taiji Tonoyama. Right. Did you recognize him, the owner he- of the He's the old brothel? guy, right? Yeah, he is one of the most prolific actors mm-hmm. from Japan, like a, a character oh. actor. He was in Onibaba. Oh, mate, he um, is in oh, yeah. so much stuff. So he's in one of my favorite movies of all time, also by the director of Onibaba, uh, called The Naked Island. Right. Which I absolutely love that film. He's in an Ozu movies in Good Morning. He's in in The Realm of the Senses. Okay, he's in everything. I'm just, look, it's he's got... been in Imamura films. Like, he is... Jesus Christ. So prolific. And I, I think he's he was acting from maybe, like, the 30s onwards. Wow. <laughs> so he is... Uh, Fantastic and very, very prolific. That's man He's
1: got two hundred and twenty titles to his name. Incredible, That's yeah, fucking yeah, nuts.
0: And I love his character in this. He's like an Osaka guy, right? Mm. And there's, he makes loads of references to Osaka, which I really mm-hmm. enjoy. Mm-hmm. Is he actually from Osaka? Do you know? I don't know. He does have real strong Osaka. Because he he was really convincing. (laughs) But we
1: both live in Osaka. And and then the film is set in Tokyo or wherever. But I was like, wow, there's this
0: Osaka and Osan here. That's great. You could totally imagine going to a bar and just having a drink with him, right? 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's a a, a legend, that guy. So that's Genzo, the owner of the brothel. Mm. We also meet uh, his wife. Uh, Utae, mm. who's played by tomoko mayama i i don't know her from too much but i know that she's in a lone wolf and cub mm. movie but I, re- I feel like i recognized her but i couldn't quite pinpoint what i knew her from did, yeah did you oh yeah, yeah I've, I've
1: seen her before yeah I, I she's in one of the um scorpion female prisoner films right okay
0: um but yeah she, she was quite recognizable for me mm. so these two characters both Kind of villainous characters, especially oh the wife. God, yeah. uh, but anyway, get, uh, Genzo announces that it's the last day for the brothel. So they're getting shut down, yeah. aren't they? Mm. Because did you did you hear his his reason why it's getting shut down? He's like, this is the last day for our shop because of the old bitches at Parliament <laughs> that have enacted the law. It's like, <laughs> old bitches. <laughs> but it doesn't really matter. Because Genzo's got an idea for a business. That's it. They're going to open a, a Turkish bathhouse. Mm. So, basically, the plan is he's going to rent uh, the rooms out to the the prostitutes, and they can just sort of do what they want with their customers in there. So, mm. basically bypassing the law. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Turkish bathhouse thing right. in Japan. Yeah. Do you know much about the history of this? Because it's no. pretty interesting. no. So you don't hear that term anymore, Turkish bathhouse. And the reason why is really funny, like very fucking funny. So basically this came about at this time. So this is like a real historical Mm. thing um, where prostitution was made illegal. And this was sort of the way of bypassing the law. They Mm. created these bathhouses and that's what they were called Turkish bathhouses. But then in the 80s, So there was a campaign from a Turkish scholar who lived in Japan, I guess, who was really offended by (laughs) the use of this name, Turkish Bathhouse, for essentially what is basically a brothel in disguise. And uh, he ran a campaign to basically stop that being the name. Wow. And even fucking funnier than than that. So they had to change the name. Mm. So it's Japan. What do they do? Have a nationwide contest to rename <laughs> Turkish bathhouses. What? That's mad. And you probably know what they chose to replace it, right? What the modern term for this is? <laughs> soap oh, plans. So soap plans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Christ. Yeah. They they are now known as soap lands. Mm. Yeah. But I love that they had a fucking nationwide. That's quite hilarious.
1: Contest. <laughs> The soap lands, well, they're, they're banned. They're banned in Osaka, actually. Are they
0: really? Yeah, there's no soap that.
1: lands in Osaka. Mm, yeah, mm, but mm. if you go, like, outside to the outskirts, like, in Kobe and stuff, there's still soap lands. But they're also, little by little, getting
0: faded out. Really? Mm. I didn't know that. But mm. Yeah, so that that's basically the original soap land, which is mm, a mm. Turkish bathhouse. And it's kind of, a, as everything is in Japan, it's a complex bypassing of the law that's it there's so many fucking gray yeah. areas yeah sorry Carrie. <laughs> no 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 I, I it's i don't know exactly how to explain it but basically it's something to do with unacquainted people cannot pay for sex basically do you know what i mean so you mm. can't be like a stranger and, mm. go and pay for sex. i think right. so this idea is like you're introduced and you're having a massage and mm. if something else happens well yeah, now you know each other, so it's okay. Right, 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 right. But yeah, it's
1: quite complicated. But that's it. You can in in Japan, so you can pay for services, sexual services, but you can't. It can't. You can't pay for penetration yeah. by law. Mm. But yeah, once you're behind the curtain, mm. no one's there to s- see what you're doing. So it kind of yeah goes by unreally un un what's
0: the word unregulated. It goes by unregulated. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that, that stuff is so complicated, because mm. there, there is a red light district in Osaka, mm. Mm. and I don't really know how that is bypassing the law. Well, the whole red light
1: district in Osaka is run by the Yakuza.
0: Mm. Yeah. So, it is kind of...
1: And and place. in a way, it's weird, because it is regulated to mm. some extent. Like, you can't just open up a shop, mm. and there will never be more shops opened, there can only be like um, the shops that are there now and okay. if someone who the owner if they pass then it gets passed on to the next person etc cetera, etc cetera. but you can never open a new shop so there will never be more brothels or prostitution houses or Turkish bath houses mm-hmm. than there are now So there's, but the whole thing is like this weird grey area where they kind of provide one service but not the other in a way to get around the law and the police have always shown like a blind eye to it Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: but who knows when they're going to get shut down sure sure because much like the uh, brothel uh, the red light district in Osaka there was another one in Amagasaki which is uh, Amagasaki is Hyogo right so the, the connecting prefecture and they've been running for forever since you know for decades and decades and one day the police just walked in and were like, no, can't do this anymore. You're shut down from today. Really? And it's kind of like up to the police when they decide to make a move on it, really. Mm. So that might be the thing that happens in Osaka as well. It's like, it's almost just like a ticking time bomb. Wow. Yeah. I
0: don't want to like fetishize that area or mm. anything, but it is quite an ama- like aesthetically mm. amazing area. The red light district in yeah. Osaka. It's... uh Yeah, basically these kind of like small alleyways, right, with lanterns. It's very different from red light districts in other countries. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so... Sorry, that was a bit of a a a a big tangent. But anyway, Genzo, the owner of uh, this brothel, he's changing it into a Turkish bathhouse. And all the prostitutes are keen as a bean, mate. They're stoked with with this. Absolutely (laughs) stoked. Except one person. Oh, mate. Yukino, mm. played by Naomi Tani. So she's the one that has the cat crew. Mm. And she doesn't want to do this. She's married, I think. Yeah. The, the whole marriage kind of thing, it, they say that she's married at this point, And mm. she has a partner. Yeah. But are they actually officially married? no i
1: think so it gets announced later that they that she's like his soon-to-be wife mm. so
0: i think they're engaged at this point. right yeah but anyway so this one prostitute is not keen for this arrangement mm. she's described as being stubborn as a mule mm. by another prostitute there she's not interested in this turkish bathhouse thing she's gonna leave yeah so this this character is played by naomi Tani, who is an absolute fucking legend probably mm. i would say i would say probably the most famous roman porno actress oh right of all time mm. would you say i can't think of anyone else i mean she was I. in flower and snake yeah fairy in a cage wife to be sacrificed oh, Vase. Great, she is really mm. interesting a mm. really fascinating person so i i didn't know this about her before recording this i read up on her a bit mm. i kind of assumed that she was You know, just an actress doing her job, Mm. and that was kind of it. Right. So she's in a lot of S&M films, Mm -hmm. and that's that's what she's famous for, basically. But she actually did definitely have an interest in this genre, like not just... She wasn't just doing a job. She was genuinely interested in it. Even her name is quite interesting. So that's her her stage name. Right. So she takes it from... Her last name is Tani. Mm. So she's named herself after Junichiro Tanizaki, the writer of *Makioka Sisters. And he was kind of known for being kind of transgressive and having kind of elements, sexual sort of elements to his story, Mm. right? And then her first name, Naomi, is the title of one of his most famous books. So she's got kind of this... Interesting sort of stage name, mm. but also Tani. I heard is slang for cleavage. Oh, uh, is that true? Well, thinking about it, so the word it's got Valley, the word Tani is Valley. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, that will kind of make sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was in in the commentary by yeah Sam Deegan on the the Blu Ray. She mentioned that right as being um, yeah slang for cleavage. I've never heard that myself. I've never here. heard that either. Mm. Maybe it's like an outdated kind of be. term, perhaps. But it, but it totally makes sense. But anyway, really interesting kind of name. So she started off as a, a model, started getting offered roles in in uh Roman pornos in the mm. in the late sixties. And she started to kind of gravitate towards doing these really violent S and M mm. sex films. So I think her first S and M film was uh, Cruel Map of Women's Bodies, which I haven't seen. That's such a good title. Uh, yeah, That's pretty great. Such a title. Good title. And and then she she became friends with this author called uh maybe you know him On- oni Rokudan. so Roku. he's like a snm author okay basically and she started basically getting his stories and getting them adapted into films wow so she's not just like an actress doing her job mm. she clearly has like a a proper interest in this type of film and i think that's maybe when you watch her in those films she is fucking amazing Mm. and gives a performance that is really layered and interesting in everything that she's in so she is a nakatsu actress Mm. that toei has stolen for this film basically Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) so as the the guy that ran toei was saying before you know he wanted to steal actresses bring them over (laughs) this is like a prime example because when people think of her they think of roman pornos Mm. so yeah really amazing actress
1: Mm. That's pretty promiscuous of her changing companies.
0: <laughs> hey, she's that's, allowed to. That's a fetish in itself. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like studio cucking. Yeah, it's basically it. <laughs> she's dividing the fans. Jesus.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's not really the lead of this film, but she has such a great presence. I yeah, kind of feel that yeah. she kind of is. She, she, she is. she is. She's the best thing about the film she for is. sure. She,
1: she does have a great presence. Yeah.
0: So. We've seen this kind of change into the Turkish bathhouse, Mm. and then we've got the final night of prostitution. All the prostitutes are out and about, uh, very chaotic kind Mm. of scene, grabbing their customers. And the place is closing up as we get that kind of classic uh, closing time. Oh, the music, yeah, that still gets played everywhere (laughs) you go. I wrote down the name of the song, but I actually don't know how to pronounce it. Old, Old Lang Syne.
1: Everywhere you go in Japan, when it's time for the shops to close, regardless of if it's a fucking supermarket or a brothel, they all
0: play the same song. <laughs> it's quite great. <laughs> yeah, I kind of love it. When I, when I was back in Australia and they didn't play that song when the shops were closing up, I was like, how am I supposed to know when it's closing up? Mm. I need that song. But yeah, so that song plays and we get a title card that just says, prostitution ends. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is the end. Yeah. And we've got the the new era of the turkish bath. that's right that's this. right so prostitution ends and we see yukino leaving mm. the brothel taking her cat kuro with her as she's leaving we meet a character natsuyo mm. who is the daughter of mm. genzo and uh utai is a stepmother she's played by terumi azuma who again right. maybe you might have recognized so she's in a lot of Roman pornos as well, mm. um, including wife to be sacrificed. Yeah. So she, she starred with, uh, Naomi Tani in that as well. This daughter character, the, the bathhouse owner's daughter is trying to say goodbye, uh, to Yukino. And then the wife comes out and is like, don't fucking talk to her. Like fucking let her oh, go. Yeah, she's because a Because she's quit, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah she so doesn't they, want to do the bathhouse. They're just, mm. they're just, yeah, completely, um, dismissing her. So, she leaves mm. and goes on away also this scene it's a small scene but fucking hell the camera work is so beautiful in the scene it's just so fucking well shot <laughs> it's insane like just coming down from up above and it just looks amazing mm. that daughter of, of kenzo
1: she was like a real like pure hearted girl in there she did that really well for, yeah. especially for a fucking
0: roman porno
1: nikatsu actress yeah
0: i feel like her most of her roles are kind of like that mm. from I can't really remember her that well and stuff, but I feel like that's her kind of she's character. She's typecast. Yeah. And she, she does have a certain very innocent look, mm. that actress. Yeah. So then we basically go back to
1: Yukino's home and she's with her fella. Mm. Shikuchi.
0: Did you get his name? They only say it one time. Right. So as far as I could tell, I think only later on we hear it. But yeah, his name is... Yuzo, which I don't think we Yuzo. ever hear, that's just in the credits. Right. And his last name is Shiko Shikouchi? Shiko. Like the
1: the, the character name? Yeah. 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 It's because I didn't get it
0: once. Is that how you, your your Japanese is obviously much is better it? than mine? Is that how you, how would you pronounce that? Shikouchi. Shiko yeah. <laughs> Shikochi?
1: Shikochi. Shikochi. Yeah. Mate, he was such a cunt. Yeah I fucking hated his He's Everything about him The worst guys in the world And so basically Anyway so they've So so I'm jumping ahead of
0: myself (laughs) But anger towards that cunt Um, You recognise the actor Surely Yes Yes yeah So he's played by Hideo Murota Mm. Who is a hugely Fucking prolific Character actor from so many things Hiroko the Goblin yeah yeah old Skamoto. Yeah. he's in I think he's in Female Prisoner he is scorpion. yeah he's a old wolf, he's wolf Guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is kind of a rare oh Graveyard of Honor as well oh, yeah, oh yeah. yeah good stuff but here he's in he's in a big role in this and that mm. that is kind of unusual for him mm. but as so, you said yeah so basically God, I hated him so much. <laughs> we go back home. So
1: Yukino, our main character, so she's working at a brothel, right? She's she's selling her body to gross old men. She goes home. She's got a fella there. And and that was, I think, the first time that we actually know that she has a partner. And that's when we realise that they have a plan to get married. And I thought that's the reason why she basically thought, like I've had enough of the prostitution stuff. Don't want to do the bathhouse stuff. This is my opportunity out. So she kind of left, and I thought they're gonna she, her idea is she wants to live happily with her new fella, who's prepared this lovely new house f- for them both. Mm. But a bunch of goons bust in and start beating the shit out of him mm. because he's apparently borrowed money off them. I guess they're the yakuza. And she jumps in like, you know, stop, stop, stop! Don't touch him! Don't touch him! What's happened? He's borrowed how much was it? Half a million yen, can I believe. Half a million it, yen. Yukino, being the angel that she is, she's like, "Oh, you know, I'll take responsibility. I'll, you know, I'll go back to the bathhouse. Yeah, I'll work to pay off your debt. Yeah." And I was just like, "Oh no!" And you can just see where it's going. I'm like, "Oh, this guy's such a fucking prick." And Yukino you know, is so lovely. She yeah. she really plays that earnest, lovely person character and so well. He
0: he's also great because you can he doesn't even have to open his mouth before mm. you, you know that he's a piece of shit, yeah. like a deadbeat mm. piece of shit straight away.
1: yeah. Right? And then we kind of get the, the shot of him meeting up with the goons. Yeah. That attacked so, him just after, right?
0: Yeah. So she, she goes back to the, the bathhouse straight away and it's, it's been completely sort of revamped mm. into this Turkish bathhouse style and, uh, yeah, U- Utai the wife, is letting customers in. Um, all, everyone's there in these sort of bathhouse uh, gowns. Yeah. We also see, like, everybody in this film is someone well-known. Mm. The doorman's played by Koji Fujiyama, who is like a Showa-era Gamera actor no and in, just, in a shitload of Zatoichi films and so many other things. So just everybody is mm. somebody in this film. But anyway, side <laughs> so note. Anyway, yeah, all the customers are coming into this bathhouse. And Yukino kind of begrudgingly goes back, mm. meets up with Genzo, mm. the owner, Osaka owner guy, who's kind of like angrily accepting her back, but is also kind of sexually assaulting her, right? He's unzipping, trying to oh, get God, her okay. to, to you know, service him, to test her skills and stuff like that. Mm. So it's pretty grim. And then, as you said, oh, so old yeah, mate. I was, I was fucking
1: livid. Just mm-hmm. livid. So, yeah and uh, in my notes because I, I never caught the fella's name I just wrote him down as cunt the whole <laughs> yeah. time so cunt what's his name yeah. Uh Shikoji. that cunt so he meets up with we the can goons we call him Yuzo that's his first thing that's Yuzo alright so Yuzo Yuzo okay. the cunt that's him he meets up with the goons in an alleyway and he's like oh well done for that performance you made it look really realistic mm. here's your cut of the money
0: what a prick
1: oh my god so basically, just and this is relatively early on in, in the film, mm. um, and right from the start, I'm I'm literally just waiting for her revenge story. Yeah. I was like, I need to see this guy get killed. Yeah, yeah. So he basically sent his fiance back
0: to the whorehouse mm. to earn
1: money for him.
0: Yeah. What so you, a that cunt. whole beating, he's just orchestrated the whole mm. thing. Um, he's a total scam scam artist, start oh. to finish, basically. God, to yeah, it. pretty unbelievable. So. That's been set up for Mm. us. Uh, Yukino's back to the the bathhouse again. And then her sister, Mayumi, Mm. is coming over to move out to the the big city. Mm. And she's going to be living uh, with Yukino and Yuzo the cunt. So Mayumi, the sister, she's played by Misa Ohara. I did not recognize her. That is because she is in basically nothing else. She's Mm -hmm. only in two films, this and one other film. Right. And yeah, basically she was a complete unknown Mm. uh, when this film came out she was working as a receptionist what? and she was spotted by a, a Toei scout who was like, come be in this movie basically. Wow. Yeah. But she, she was she's
1: incredible in this. Really good. Yeah. I loved her in this. It's
0: such a shame that she's not in more cause she's really fantastic. Yeah. And she really, she kind of has the most interesting character to play cause hmm. she basically starts out as this very, naive, kind of country bumpkin kind yeah, of character. Yeah. Right? She's got, like, pigtails. Yeah. And she shows up very, like, innocent. And then as the film moves on, she becomes a very different kind of character, which mm. is pretty awesome. But yeah, so she shows up at, the, at Yukino's apartment, and they're all eating Nabe together, having yeah, some yeah, hot yeah. pot. The sister, Yukino, and Yuzo the cunt. Yeah. <laughs> as he's called. And everything seems okay, pretty happy, but... You can kind of see Yuzo's already got his like little pervy eyes on that young innocent sister, and the the sister asks Yukino where she works, and Yukino gives kind of a vague answer, mm, not, not yeah, quite. It's like, how did you it. manage to buy such a beautiful home, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, so it's a bit. Yeah, she's kind of keeping her life a secret. Yeah, because her sister's kind of her. What do you say? It's like I think she says it later. Like her sister's her dream, right? Yeah, like so her, she's she, the reason to live. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she wants to her to have a great life and not have the kind of awful experiences that, that mm. she's had. So then we get quite a creepy, just a weird sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to tell us a bit about this?
1: Uh, I, I, it was just a bit odd. Just, like, I didn't know what was going on at first. So we get to nighttime and we can hear some some movement under the covers. <laughs> And initially, I thought Yuzo was, like, already raping the younger sister. Sure. It turns out he's actually with his uh, his wife, Yukino, and Mayumi, the younger sister, is kind of, like... Watching them through a crack in the door. Yeah, But it's but, not like a sexy peeping watching. It's no, like a trauma. It's like she she has the face of terror. Yeah. It's like she's absolutely mortified as what, she, uh, what she's seen. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very odd scene, actually. Mm. Um, but then it also kind of made me think that why the fuck are they leaving the doors open? <laughs> it was only
0: open a crack, though, right? Wow. She, was, she was sort of watching it through a mm. little crack, but... Mm. Yeah, quite a quite an odd little little scene, right? It yeah. was. It's like she's she's never seen mm. anyone fucking yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, well, yeah. well, that's sort of setting up her yeah. character, right? She's yeah. completely naive about mm. any of this stuff. So then things take a turn for the worse. <sighs> so again, Yuzo. The cunt. mate. We should we should break the record for the amount of times he cunts in an <laughs> See, the episode. The counter on. Oh my god! So, so what, the... what's his new plan this time? So, well, oh god, I'm so mad. <laughs> you... I love your passion, your passionate hatred for this man. I, uh, it's well deserved. It's uh, it is it
1: is. He doesn't deserve to live. So Yukino, after doing a, a shift at the Turkish bathhouse, comes back. Yuzo, that's not his name, is it?
0: Yeah, that's it. Okay,
1: good. Yuzo, the cunt, he's kind of just like sitting there, smoking a fag. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm in debt again. She's like, what do you mean again? He's like, oh, yeah, you know, well, I borrowed a million yen from the mob. What a twat. But he acts like it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, what's done is done. I've already fucking borrowed it now. So, you know, so we just got to deal with it. And Yukino, being the heart of gold angel that she is, wants to help and save him because she loves him Mm. so mad so what does she do and he's like oh well maybe if you go and work at the bathhouse full time basically live live there yeah Yeah. full fucking time Mm. he's like then we can pay off my debts
0: yeah it's basically if she goes and lives there Mm. he can get a loan from Genzo the owner of the Uh, bathhouse so it's like yeah if you go and live there I can get a loan from them Mm. and we'll sort it out and she almost kind of happily agrees to it. Mm, you know what I mean? Like mm. it's kind of this sort of like, of course I'll sacrifice myself yeah, for yeah. you, which is kind of typical for her kind of character yeah. to be to be like this. Like the kind of characters Naomi Tani plays. But yeah, what a fucking I was livid. Shitty, 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 yeah. unbelievably shitty man. And he only gets worse. He does. And he it's it's not like he's a hunk or anything. No.
1: <laughs> he's a gun.
0: so then after this has all been set up we cut to a a sexy dancing babe he's <laughs> just like stripping I'm like what's going on we've got some 70s music playing it's all quite in- incongruous because we've got like a 50s setting mm. and then 70s <laughs> music it's quite weird but uh yeah genzo's wife uh utai is giving yukino's husband this big wad of cash basically mm you know, paying that's for the, yeah, that's Yukino. And, the mm. um, and then he just like flat out says to the, you know, the, the wife of the bathhouse mm. owner, like, Oh yeah, let's have an affair. <laughs> just like, just that, that's mm. yeah, like,
1: yeah. So yeah. And one of th- Oh God. And one of the other things, so they said like the, the, the mama of the bathhouse and him, the kind of husband, they're going to split her earnings Mm. so it's like she's not getting anything out of this yeah yeah so the bathhouse and him are taking the the profits awful wait right. like he's one of the greatest representations of a pieces of sh- of a piece of shit on camera yeah oh, i fucking hate him
0: he they they really they wrote him with no redeeming features yeah. whatsoever didn't seriously. they seriously so it's snowing at this point got mm. this kind of snow in the you know through the windows of the bathhouse all the prostitutes are hanging about and yukino comes in and starts kind of gagging and yeah. puking kind of realize straight away that she's pregnant mm. so ute comes in and tells her she can't work if she's pregnant mm. so that's kind of setting up the next awful thing that's going to happen yeah. and then another awful thing that happens we're back to ah. the apartment mayumi the very naive innocent sister is in the shower mm and Yuzo cunt comes in (laughs) storms in and just starts violently sexually assaulting her in the middle of the shower so like water's blasting down he's tackling her to the ground it's a really awful scene very upsetting very awful she's bleeding as well so we Mm. know that he has raped a virgin Mm. naive kind of girl it's awful but but, but <laughs> yeah i was going to say the one kind of little thing that softens this yeah. nasty scene we pan up and through the grate of the bathroom, who's yeah. there? Fucking Kuro. Kuro the our cat. beloved cat. Watching away. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. And you know something's going to happen. Kuro's not pleased about this. And I, I love it because when you see Kuro, there's like this weird, like, beow Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like this weird, like, psychedelic, <laughs>
0: like, keyboards kind of stuff. <laughs> He's just a cute little cat. <laughs> I know. He's
1: adorable. <laughs> I love yeah. that cat.
0: What a great cat.
1: Yeah. Top-notch cat. But he's he's looking. He ain't happy. Mm. And you know something's going to happen. We know we're going to get our revenge at some
0: point. Oh, yeah. I was so just biding my time. We're just waiting for that revenge, <laughs> yeah. right, at this point. And then things even get worse. Oh, God. So Yukino comes home. Yeah. And what happens? Well, immediately,
1: something's off. Yeah, yeah. So, like, Yuzo and Mayumi are kind of like, they're both kind of sitting in the living room. Like, Mayumi's crying, uses just like smoking a cigarette, and Yukino's like, you guys are acting weird. What's happened? Mm. Something is off. And immediately, um, Mayumi's like, break up with him, Mm. you have to leave him. And then, she realizes that Yuzu raped her Yeah Raped her younger sister And so She's fucking
0: Living She's crying I can't believe you've
1: done this What have you done You horrible Mm. person
0: Destroyed her future Destroyed You know Her dream of her being Having a different life
1: And Yuzu being the cunt That he is He goes Oh what's done is done I can't fucking change it now Can I Mm. We get a A very nice Little sweet taste of vengeance
0: Yeah So Yukino Loses it Mm. Uh grabs a knife Mm. and slashes Yuzo. Uh but Mayumi's trying to stop this from uh, happening as well. So I guess trying to protect her sister as well. And I love this scene because like the the window gets smashed in the struggle. Mm. So all the snow is kind of Mm. gently coming in as well. It's a really quite a beautiful looking scene. Mm. But Yukino kind of after slashing her her piece of shit husband Kind of instantly regrets it. Yeah, she right? kind of realizes well, she's kind of blinded by rage and then mm. instantly regrets
1: it. And then we get another thing which just makes us hate him even more. Oh, yeah. oh my God. So mm. so he's like, wait, why are you back at this time? And she's like, "Ah, oh, I'm pregnant. Mm. I had to come and tell you. And he, the cunt, after raping her fucking sister, is like, what, you skipped worked to tell me that? You idiot! Get back to fucking work. Mm. And he sends her back to the bathhouse. Well, he, he like
0: kicks her in the stomach as well. <sighs> yeah. So while while this is all happening, it's like a really crazy scene. Uh, the sister Mayumi's run out because uh, she's enraged at sort of Yukino forgiving her husband at first, right? Mm. And then yeah, once uh, Yuzo think like realizes that she's pregnant, he starts like kicking her in the stomach. <sighs> it's awful. And then we get the most fucked scene mm. of the film, which feels more like something out of a Roman porno, like yeah. a, a really nasty, nasty Roman porno, where Yukino's just tied to a tree mm. or bound up, tied to a tree. Utai Genzo's wife, is watching along with that piece of shit husband, mm. Yuzo, as... She's getting So Yukino's getting whipped And it's just Really intense And fucked up Mm. The music is Completely insane In this scene This kind of I don't even know How to describe That music Or compare it to anything No It's nuts It's like this electronic Kind of wild It's like Mm. really going Bonkers in this scene
1: It's funny you say that it's very much like a, uh, a Nikatsu Roman porno. Because I feel like the Nikatsu Roman porno films featured a lot of the kind of like the rote bondage stuff, yeah. a lot more than the pinky violence stuff. Mm. did. So this, like you said,
0: very much feels in place with that side of the genre. Yeah. And I almost wonder, because one thing I, I felt watching this, I'm like, I wonder why Naomi Tani agreed to do this film. Because mm. it is kind of... It's not really in line with other things that she's done. It's mm. not doesn't really feature that much of the sort of bondage stuff that she was interested in, except this scene. Yeah. So I do kind of wonder if she was like, let's put this scene in yeah,
1: <laughs> It Because it, yeah.
0: it does feel like more in, in line with her sort of thing. Can you imagine yeah. her
1: pitching her ideas? Like, well, we're going to do it.
0: You're going to tie me to a tree yeah.
1: and beat me to death.
0: but And it's it, going to be great. It wouldn't surprise me if she did, honestly. <laughs> like, knowing who she is and her interests, yeah. it seriously wouldn't surprise mate,
1: me. <laughs> I, mate, I'd love to have an actress that involved in yeah. what I wanted to yeah. make imagine. That'd be brilliant.
0: But it just gets worse and worse. The scene where the husband Yuzo takes, they've got like this big stick, right? And they're mm. just jamming it like into her body, like stabbing it into her guts, like sort of trying to yeah. force a miscarriage basically. Oh, and it's really vicious. And again, it's like, snows everywhere snows coming down so it's quite it's really, beautifully shot yeah, isn't it yeah. beautiful looking but it's so violent and so awful and he's stabbing her in like the crotch and just it's it's really intense she's begging him to stop you know telling him that's it's his baby basically mm. he doesn't give a fuck and then we also get kuro watching again oh yeah and we see I think this is maybe the first time we see his point of view.
1: We got the cat vision. Yeah, we got the yeah. cat vision. It's so this <laughs> black
0: and white cat vision. And then suddenly she, during this beating, she looks at her husband mm. and she looks like a different person, right? Mm. She looks completely possessed. Yeah. Quite frightening. Mm. Like in this one shot, Yuzo kind of freaks out mm. at this expression and this sort of possessed look that she has. And kind of loses it and smashes her across the face with mm. the giant stick and she spits out all this blood mm. and all the prostitutes that are around this scene holding candles the blood that she spits out like puts out all the candles oh, so good <laughs> it's quite incredible but but that hit to the head has, yeah. has killed her yeah yeah pretty intense, i
1: loved though. that look that that she gave him yeah it's really she like says she suspended by rope from a tree so she's Mm. essentially like pivoting she's like spinning Mm round and as she kind of rotates you just get the glimpse of her face that looks utterly terrifying yeah and like you said he gets completely taken back freaks out yeah and it (laughs) it is like she's possessed
0: it is a brilliant face it's it's a really full on scene but yeah oddly beautiful Mm. as well in the same way with the candles as well like it it, it was very kind of ritualistic mm-hmm yeah wow like that ending of that is is just uh yeah the blood hitting the candles I and think then you get the blood like touch.
1: dripping down on so she she does mm. have a miscarriage in it, but they but they beat it out of her so yeah. all the blood drips down out of her onto the white snow yeah again visually it's very
0: nice mm. thematically it's very fucked very fucked and she's dead mm. so they are carrying her body off uh to i guess it's like a basement or a in the, mm. in the bathhouse or a separate building but basically a kind of basement sort of room they concrete her into the wall man, I was not expecting yeah. this so it's very yeah. like Edgar Allan Poe yeah yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah they fucking bury her in the wall yeah what so they just seal her up in the wall then Yuzo and Utae the wife of Genzo mm. start getting all kind of horny over this right oh, so I think it's important to note that Genzo, the owner of the bathhouse, he's not involved in this. No. This is the husband and Utae. Like, mm. that's th- this is their thing. Yeah. And so they're kind of locked together now. Mm. And they have this kind of gross post-murder fuck, They basically. have, like, this,
1: like, sacred bond, don't they? Yeah. It's like, we've done this heinous thing together. Now we're, like,
0: bound for life. But they're loving it, too. They're super horny yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, what a what a sequence. And then this is, you know, not too far into the film, and you know, Tani is gone
1: from yeah. the film at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: So even though she feels like the star of the film, her role is not necessarily the main role. She doesn't have the most screen time mm. of uh, if you share it among the different actors, right? And then that's the end of the
1: first sequence, isn't it? Mm. We cut to a title screen several months later and we come back to the bathhouse which is booming Mm. business is great there are guests everywhere and Mayumi the younger sister walks in
0: under well looking for work apparently and looking totally different yeah so she looks much more like a classic Pinky Violets mm, yeah. kind of character now. Yeah. yeah, The way
1: her makeup is done and everything's got the long, straight, long hair. It looks fucking She's great. got a big,
0: massive leg tattoo, which we see later Yeah, as well. I was wondering about that as we well. We don't yeah. see it in, in detail, but we know that she's been through a big change. Mm. And yeah, her performance is fucking great. Mm. She's really playing basically two different characters in this mm. film, the way that she changes into this person. So yeah, she's, she's basically...
1: Under the guise of looking for work. Mm. But we we all know that she's really looking for her sister. For sure. Yeah. Oh, this is when we get the most ridiculous (laughs) scene. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, So she has to basically pass the interview process, essentially. And we get this fucking ridiculous bozo guy who's yeah. like oh I'm gonna show you how you're gonna please a man
0: did kind you of thing. recognize the actor no no Who's so that? this is a, another massive character actor really his name's Shingo Yamashiro mm. he is in so much stuff really I th- think he might even still be in stuff now I feel like he's still alive but he's in a lot of Miike films oh, really? as well. so this is him young this is like early mm. in his career mm-hmm. but as you said fucking ridiculous character so he's he's basically the guy auditioning her to work at the bathhouse how like how would you describe the way that he behaves the
1: only (laughs) way i can put it into words is as we've we kind of use this as as a textbook definition but fucking Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters Like <laughs> <Yes>. it's so <laughs> yeah. Over the top He's like ooh and his yeah. eyes are
0: crossing He like, literally Ugh. goes crossing yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So dumb so she does this ridiculous Like weird naked dance On top of him and she's like rubbing his body Down with soap and he's like pointing to his Bum and his dick and the whole time he's like <laughs> Literally howling at the moon And going cross eyed and yeah. spinning his head Around he looks like a cartoon character <laughs>
0: This whole sequence is so fucking weird after we've had this really violent, violent yeah. scene. And then we get this ridiculous comedy sequence. Yeah. and it, But it's also the most, in terms of like sex, the most graphic scene. Mm. But it's gross as well. So we've got all these close-ups of Naomi licking his disgusting... So I shouldn't shouldn't body shape him but his gro- I've got a hairy body too but his gross hairy body yeah. like licking him while he's going cross-eyed and it's like cut in this kind of frenzied yeah. sort of way and then she's 69ing on top of him as well yeah. and it's really like graphic. it's really graphic <laughs> like for
1: her not being an actress of this genre but like she mm-hmm.
0: really agreed to do a lot in this didn't she which I, I do wonder why if, if that's why she only did two films, you know. Yeah. If it was just too much, yeah. For because her.
1: fucking and like she had to, she had to fuck the old guys and the young guys, yeah. and, like, and rubbing a butt on people. And yeah, like, it's oh. a lot. She had, she literally had like junk in her face whilst yeah, filming this. It, it was is. pretty grim. A lot, but <laughs> so ridiculously like slapstick comedy. Mm. We also see.
0: Uh, I user- bet you loved his cum face during this, didn't <laughs> you? <Dave? laughs> Well, as you said, Dan Aykroyd cumface is the best of the (laughs) cumfaces. He he does well. That's the creme de la creme. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Yuzo Mm. Yukino is now widower, I guess. (laughs) Seeing that he I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, He's got a new job. Ah, yeah. Mm. I was wondering why he was in the office. He's the manager of Mm. the bathhouse Mm. now. Mm. Hanging out. With uh, Genzo Mm. and Genzo's wife, who he's now shagging. Yep. And yeah, Mayumi walks in, Mm. having passed the audition. That's it. Dan Aykroyd's like introducing the new staff. Yeah, yeah. And Yuzo is shocked to see her. He's kind of worked it out, right? Mm. He's like, yeah, I know that she's here to find Yukino, Mm. but don't worry. Like, I'm going to... He's, he's saying this to the wife, to Utai. Mm. It's like, I'm, we're going to tame her, mm. basically. And we also find out at this point that Genzo, the owner, mm. already kind of has a thing for her as well. Oh, <laughs> yeah. God. So, so he is super keen. So we, we jump forward in time a little bit. Mm. So I guess uh, Mayumi's been working at the bathhouse for, for a while now. And she's waking up in her room and Yuzo the cunt comes in and he's commenting on how much she's been earning and also about how much she's changed Mm. and she's talking about how she had no choice she was left alone i think we see the first glimpse of that leg tattoo Mm. so we know she's been through some shit yeah like a lot's happened to her in the time in those months that we didn't see her and all this time she doesn't actually know what's happened to her sister yeah she she doesn't know that yukino's dead yeah Yeah, I I think that's important to remember because when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, she's coming to get revenge. But Mm. she doesn't know. No. Yeah, she has no idea. She's just looking for her sister, trying to find out what happened. She also tells Yuzo that she wants money Mm. from him because he took a cherry. So she's (laughs) demanding uh, money from him at that point. And then we get this really gross, real boner killer of a scene (laughs) where... So we know that Genzo is really into her The, the owner yeah. of the place And how would you describe Genzo? Oh, like man. physically oh, Not, You don't have to be too harsh but Oh no oh, He's he, no Chris Hemsworth He looks like an egg <laughs> That's kind of perfect yeah He looks like an old egg Yeah, That's <laughs> yeah. the only way I can think An old Osaka <laughs> egg Yeah, And yeah he's She's basically servicing him right mm. And he's like I'm gonna show you a, an Osaka technique Yeah <laughs> Which is kind of baffling. Basically, it's just her covered in bubbles, rubbing up and down on him. Yeah. And then he's like, "Use your brush." Oh god! Yeah. Do you remember this? Another brush. Yeah. And she's kind of confused and takes an actual brush. Yeah. yeah. And sort of puts it between their bodies and is like yeah. rubbing up and down. And he's like, "No, no, not that brush. Your hairbrush." <laughs> oh god! It was yeah. the seventies. It was a hairy time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then we it after this grinding awkward scene we cut into this montage basically of her doing all this gross stuff with a bunch of gross dudes basically yeah she's like the the hot girl right she's the the highest earner all the all the customers want a night with mayumi did you recognize as well one of the customers is quite a a big actor oh really so this guy akira oizumi he he's like i think he's credited as rich customer Right. And he, he's that, he's an extraordinarily strange looking man. He's the one with the mustache, but he's in loads oh, of Oh, yes, you know yes, that, yes, dude? yes, yeah. yes, yes. I know exactly who you're talking about. And yeah, yeah. I, I could be misremembering mis- this, but I think he looks at the camera in this scene. <laughs> <laughs> in a kind of deliberate sort of like, "Who oh, can you believe this? Right if, oh, he, if he doesn't, it definitely gives that vibe.
1: Oh he yeah, he fucking hell, he's been in, in loads of stuff. Like he's been in female Yakuza Tale, yeah. Terrifying Girls High School, he's Girls huge. Boss Revenge, Inferno of Torture. Again, horror's a malformed man. Jesus.
0: Yeah. I, I think I mainly recognized him from Malformed. And he plays yeah.
1: this goofy. Fucking yeah, so-
0: bathhouse goer. one scene yeah one scene and that's it i, I think he's having like a threesome with me mm. and, and someone else i was wondering actually now that you
1: mentioned it like i felt it was odd that the camera was so kind of fixated on him yeah. like it's like they're kind of like showing him off that this guy's in the film i because- guess it's
0: a cameo i i mean I, I don't know i he's a character actor but i guess it would be the equivalent would be like and know having Steve Buscemi in a scene yeah. like this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he stands out a lot more than the other actors. Oh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, wait, who is this guy? Why are they showing him so much? Yeah, like yeah. but yeah. But it's <laughs> this weird fucking like montage of sexy bath scenes, which is really gross and a lot of Mayumi rubbing a bum up on people. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of butt stuff in this, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Um I get but again, just to kind of showcase how well she's doing.
0: Mm. But the other the other ladies are not too happy about no, this.
1: No, no, no. She's taken their thunder and their mm-hmm. customers. So they kind of basically attack her. Yeah. They think like, you're not showing us any respect. You're coming mm. here like all for like a hot shot. What are you doing? Yeah. They're not happy. So they start beating the fuck out of her. Mm. And who comes and saves the day? Oh
0: boy. comes in, slashes one of the prostitutes
1: yeah. in the face. Oh my God, wait, Koro's entrance though. Holy oh, shit, yeah, it's, it's great. It's so good. It's like he flies through the sky and again, it's like this pew sound as he moves. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Like I said, like as like in, in mid-air, mid-motion, slashes one of the prostitutes' faces open. So good. And it's like, she's, she didn't really do that, anything wrong. It's like, we, we want the revenge of the other
0: guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... This is superfluous, these yeah. characters. Like, sure, they they suck. Yeah. They're, they're not being very nice to her, but we're not we're not here for the revenge yeah. on that.
1: Yeah. But it's so funny. I loved it. So one girl gets her, like, face slashed, and one of the subtitles is like, it's a cat!
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just found that so funny. <laughs> so Mayumi sort of runs after Kuro, right? Mm. He's zoomed outside. And then when she's outside, she's... Watching through the window to, I guess it's Genzo's living quarters. So Genzo's right. daughter, right? Yeah, yeah, Natsuo, who we've only seen in one scene before when she was saying goodbye to Yukino, the very innocent uh, daughter character. Yeah. She's playing the piano. Kuro comes into the room and she's patting Kuro. She's talking to Kuro about Yukino, like, oh, where's Yukino? I haven't seen her for so long. Yeah, so we sort of see that connection that i guess kuro has with natsuo as well Mm. and then we get a kind of um kind of weird like dream image right of yukino freaking out it's it's oh yeah a very quick yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that was odd i didn't know what to make of that yeah and then it's like mayumi's dream yeah she wakes up after this image of yukino and kuro is on the bed and holy shit kuro his cute level in this scene is 11 like it is he is like man even if you don't want to watch this film yeah. i would say just buy the blu-ray fast forward to this scene and just check out how fucking cute this cat is in this scene did you see how cute he was he's got a little chubby face and he just looks delighted one thing i i, I really liked about this film is that kuro looks pretty happy yeah the whole, like you know when you often see cats in films mm. they're not having a good time mm. because you know, a, cat, think a dog Coral wants to love. be in a film. A cat doesn't want to be in a film, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but he looks very chilled out. Yeah, he was looked after. I gotta well, say, at this point, maybe later, maybe, oh fucking maybe, maybe, all, yeah. Yeah.
1: At this point in the film, like, because this is a relatively short film. It's only like eighty something, eighty minutes odd, one or two. Um, and at this point, we were fifty minutes in. Yeah, there's been no ghost cats Yeah, and I was like, where are the ghost cats at? Like, yeah. what's Kuro doing? Mm-hmm. Where, yeah, on, where's Yukino?
0: Like, get involved, Kuro. What are you doing? She's
1: there. Where's the revenge? Like, I, I wasn't quite sure where it was going, mm. and I was also like, I mean, yeah, it's it's a pinko. We've seen some fucked up like S kind of stuff, but like, I wasn't really like, I was wasn't thinking, there's anything that wrong? so yeah, to yeah, speak. Yeah. It just seemed like a very just like an odd. Run of the mill Pinky Violence film yeah, up yeah. until this point, and but only 30 minutes left, yeah. <laughs> but this last, and it was actually quite act. funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. because I, I, I had to kind of watch this in a rush between two different days. And at this point, I was like, oh, I need to take a break because I had to go to work, and I'll do the next 30 minutes tomorrow. And the next 30 minutes, mighty fuck.
0: yeah, was not ready for <laughs> it. It goes pretty wild. We've had sort of everything's been put in place at this point, mm. right. Then we get a really amazing-looking scene that is so of this time and so beautiful to look at. We've got this crazy, fake, pink mm. sunset. Love so it. This a set so fucking great. I love that look. And yeah. it, it's something I feel like you only really see it in this era of Japanese films. It's so specific mm. to this kind of film. Yuzo. Cunt. <laughs> waiting for that is uh driving mayumi around yeah and uh yeah he's telling her you know you've got to chill out you got to take a rest you're working too hard and um yeah she's really cold to him and he's trying to kind of molest her again at Mm. this point he's telling her like uh she's too old for me you're the you're the one that i love and uh he's sort of making out with her and uh mayumi kind of just sort of accepts it right yeah and you you know like you know she's got something she's got a she's got some ulterior motives but yeah she kind
1: of just like yeah all right i'll I'll, I'll run away yeah you're the best
0: you're the best you're my first man yeah you're the best but it's very it's not you know it's clearly fake what
1: she's saying to him all men will believe anything a young girl tells (laughs) them. You're the best.
0: <laughs> so then we're, we're back to Natsuo, the innocent daughter character, playing mm. the piano. And Genzo's watching all proud. He loves his daughter. And he's like, yeah, I've got to head off to uh, Osaka. That's right. He's going well, on his business trip. of the free. And then, um yeah, we see Yuzo and Utae, and they're kind of plotting. They want more. Even though they've got a lot at this point, they still want more and Ute is like ah, genzo he loves his daughter too much mm. and kind of jealous of the the daughter yuzo makes this suggestion of how about we get rid of uh, this bald egg man <laughs> genzo <laughs> so so this whole business this turkish bathhouse can be theirs so that's it and so they uh they go to attack
1: the owner well genzo walks in on them yeah oh that's m- right he finds them yeah so their plan is kind of forced into action yeah yeah, yeah. And he's like, what the fuck is going on here? And they, like you said, they're forced to basically get rid of him. And they want him out of the picture so they can take over the bathhouse.
0: It's such a good scene. It, as far. it is. So they smash a bottle mm. over his big, bald egg head. <laughs> 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 and he's all like covered in blood. But yeah. as he's like bleeding and he knows he's going to die, mm. he's kind of mocking them. He's like, you'll never own the business because it's all... You know, it's all in my daughter's name. That's She's, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be yeah. fair, shouldn't have said that. Yeah, he shouldn't have. He shouldn't have let that one. out. No, 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 no. dick move. <laughs> they should have had another shot of him going like, "Oh fuck, shouldn't have said that?" <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, he lets that slip, doesn't he? He's
0: being bottled, and then what happens they, after
1: that? Well, they fucking stab him relentlessly. Him. They yeah. absolutely stab him to hell and back. <laughs> And drag his bloodied corpse off, and do a really shitty job of burying him in like this
0: barrel oh, that they found it's again in the basement where yeah. they where they bury Yukino. Along the way, his glasses fall off as well. That's oh, yeah. a very sloppy job. And then they're like, "Oh, our clothes." Covered in blood, and they put their clothes in the barrel as well. It's like, fuck you guys. An idiot. Really idiot dumb. Idiot move. Super, super dumb. But... And then, of, of course... They do a fuck. They've done a murder, so they've got to do a fuck. That's their thing.
1: That's their thing. It's
0: really become their thing. It's the only, probably the only way they can get off now. They've got to do a murder. Oh,
1: man, I hate them so much. Yeah, so they do a fuck on this top of this barrel that they've just shoved this Eggman into... <laughs> But who's watching? Ah, oh, oh, Kuro. Kuro with we his Kuro black vision. and white cat vision. it's like meow. Mm. Then, so th- this cat vision stuff—it happens quite a lot. Yeah. And every time I was like, oh yeah, here we go. Here, here he we go. gonna, gonna do it. And it, it just, it,
0: it, it didn't come for so long. Yeah, yeah. I was like, mate, Kuro, come on, well, get involved, it- mate. <laughs> In a <laughs> sense, it kind of doesn't come at all from Kuro, specifically. It, it's it's kind of, yeah, that, that side is kind of interesting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then things get a whole lot grosser, mm-hmm. where Genzo's dead now, mm. and Utae is ordering Natsuo, uh, Genzo's daughter, to, to marry oh, Yuzo. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, your dad's off in Osaka, and yeah, he, he gave me orders for you to marry Yuzo yeah what the fuck is that about fucking disgusting and then I think this is the first time we notice it but Natsuo is obviously horrified Mm. at this proposition and runs off and we see she's got like a kind of disabled leg she's got like a leg brace on yeah she's got like a a leg brace is that ever explained I don't think so but it is very much a trope of this genre right like the kind of broken Mm. kind of innocent character yeah so she runs off as she runs off she finds her dad's glasses. Mm. And Mayumi sees this happening as well. So she's kind of clued into what's going on too. Then it gets really fucked. It's nighttime. Heavy rain. Lightning. Wind. It's really intense. Natsu is limping down the hallway with a torch. And I think she's like searching oh, around for, Genzo, for clues. Right? Yeah, yeah, trying to yeah, work yeah. out what's going on. And then Yuzo appears Come and he's in. like... <laughs> He's like you're my wife now and starts like tearing her clothes off so it's lightning striking as this is happening it's a really dramatic kind of yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah rips her clothes off she runs outside into the rain like totally naked mm. right at this point and he pers- pursues her chases after her smashes through her into another room where she her piano room mm. and starts raping her on top of the pianos as she's like hitting the keys as it's happening and again
1: who's watching kuro come on kuro what are you doing we get some cat help cat her out. with the yeah. sounds it doesn't do anything and at that point i was getting a little bit angry yeah kuro. come on kuro come mate. on mate i know you're just a cat you're a very cute you're cat. a cute cat but you gotta sort this you can't out. just stand around watching rapes get happened just help out
0: kuro come on mate and then it's quite a, like, brutal cut here, but it's morning time and Natsuo is dead. Yeah. In the flower bed, wrists cut. She, like, killed herself. Fucking... And Mayumi finds her dead body. Fucking hell. Like, yeah, it's it's just... It's... Yeah, it's so harsh. Mm. Which, again, is something of this era and this genre, <laughs> for sure. I wasn't happy
1: about this, this scene. I, w- I wanted her to live. Yeah, well... Definitely. I felt like her death was was very cruel. Yeah, it was cruel, and she deserved better.
0: She was a genius at the piano. Her fucking piano skills yeah, were out of this world. That's true. What a what a waste. Yeah, and a, yeah, it is. It is a very vicious, vicious scene.
1: I want, I, I wanted more of of her stuff. But not, the good not, news not the good is, stuff. at this point,
0: Kuro's watching. Things get pretty crazy. Oh, <laughs> so Yuzo is like, "Fuck yeah, got the business." Now she's dead. Don't have to marry her, I guess. Mm. And uh, Utae is like, "Yeah, we got the business, but don't double cross me." But then, finally, we're starting to see oh my some cat stuff kicking off. Utae looks over to the the kind of uh, partition, right? The shoji. Yeah, it's like the paper, the screens. paper screen. Yeah. yeah, and we see a silhouette of this cat monster. <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck? What is that?" <laughs> and they they open the door. And look down, and what do they see?
1: Oh, the hand. Yeah, yeah. So the seven hand, hand of Kenzo.
0: And obviously they're
1: pretty concerned wait. about this. <laughs> <laughs> I just said Kenzo, didn't I? <laughs> oh,
0: sorry. Genzo. <laughs> Genzo.
1: <laughs> so yeah, oh, sorry, they- wait, before we continue, that fucking silhouette was so ridiculous. Yeah. It was so it was it's like an adult-sized cam man. The only thing that I could liken it to would be a furry. I, yeah, I agree. It's very Cats the musical, isn't it? I didn't see that. But, yeah, but it is that. like yeah. Grown men dressed up as cats. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they find this like severed hand on the floor and they're like, oh, my God, that's his hand, him being Genzo. And they go to the barrel that they buried him in, tip it over, pull him out, and he's all fucking like, rotten mm. and bloodied and there's like maggots on him and shit. And, and lo and behold, his hand is missing. Mm. And then what do we get?
0: Well, Mayumi's watching this as well, so uh-huh. she's sort of seeing this all happening, and then we get something it's a weird thing, right? It's very funny, but also I felt a bit bad for laughing. But we basically get Kuro flying through the air attacking Yuzo. Yep. And it's just these lots of shots of him flying through the air, Kuro yep. the cat. The reason I feel bad for fi- it is very funny. It is, and he looks, to be fair, delighted as he's flying through the air. <laughs> However, it's pretty obvious they
1: just threw the cat <laughs> they just threw through the, the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you said, multiple shots, multiple angles, of just this <laughs> cat just like flying through the air with this like pew yeah.
0: music on either side. It's so ridiculous. And yeah, I shouldn't laugh because obviously don't. Though- don't throw a cat around in here. <laughs> but it, it it does look a bit funny. It? Yeah, so we, we're like, here we go, fucking Kuro's doing get, it. This it is about, it. it but then,
1: oh what my does Yuzo God. do? The cunt. He fucking... Yeah, he's got an axe. And as Kuro's flying through the air like the ninja cat he is, he just lops his
0: head off. Ah.
1: Chops the cat's head off. Like, like,
0: clean off. And then the head plops onto the ground and one thing i'll say for anyone who's concerned about animal cruelty sort Mm. of stuff i will at at least tell you for this it is very very fake so don't worry oh yeah (laughs) they didn't cut a cat's head off
1: Uh, he's he's, he's a very fake cat
0: very very fake
1: and then and and blood
0: splashes onto the wall yeah yeah and that's kind of a this is a trope of this mm. genre as well the ghost cat thing of oh, like really? the it usually it's like a like a cat licking the blood mm. of um the victim right right but this is kind of the reverse where the cat's blood i guess is mixing mm. with um yukino's Right. blood here but oh my god this shot's so fucking that's awesome incredible. so the wall where yukino is being like sealed away in what yeah. what do we see on that well that's wall? it so, so the, the
1: the the cat after he gets his head cut off it sprays blood on the wall and we don't know at this point but that's the wall that yukino is buried behind and the blood it's almost like stop motion animation mm-hmm. and it creates this silhouette of a person which then starts to, like, crack and break away,
0: and Yukino comes out.
1: Yeah. But
0: she's not Yukino anymore. Yeah, she transforms into this, like, cat demon. Yeah. And what I what what I found was interesting, I mean, how would you describe what she looks oh like? Oh, my God, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's so, so
1: stupid. <laughs> like, it's impossible to take seriously. Um, I, I don't know what
0: I would be able to compare it to. So... I mean, just like physically, so she's got she's very white. Mm. It's like white, long, puffy hair. I would probably liken it to
1: um, a female version of like Michael Jackson's Thriller. You know, in his yeah, last yeah, form yeah, yeah. when he's like knocking down the trees.
0: Well, she, she's got like the golden contact lenses. Yeah, it's right? like a massive
1: like mane, yeah, big and- demented
0: teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does look ri- pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and also. When this came out, apparently the biggest complaint about this film was not so much the design mm. of how she looked, but the fact that the cat demon was white. Really? Because it's like usually Neko. Yeah, 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 a black cat demon mm. kind of thing. So that's like the biggest complaint. But it, but it is ridiculous and theatrical. Mm. And I loved it. And she like, got <laughs> s- like sparkly hair. Yeah, and yeah, that's stuff. My It's like it's, glitter. It's very it's like glam rock, like, like, it, oh, like David totally Bowie is. level. Yeah. It, actually, for me, it kind of reminded me of uh, David Bowie in Labyrinth.
1: Oh yeah, like the yeah, big yeah, hair, yeah, 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 yeah. like
0: the sparkles. It's fucking great.
1: Oh, it, <laughs> it was. I was. I was. Oh
0: my god, the fuck am I watching now? It was so funny. Also, in this scene, so we see her sort of break out of the wall and then she kind of disappears mm. but mayumi who's been watching this sort of stuff happen sees on the ground mm. yukino's hairpin oh. and this is the point where she's like okay my sister's been killed That's- turn That turned that a cat <laughs> I, I don't know if she's seen that right like i don't know what she if she actually saw that cat woman but She's realized that Yukino is definitely dead.
1: So that's just Mayumi's like sneaking around, trying to get answers, and the other girls aren't happy. Mm. They they kind of like pick up the fight that they started earlier and saying that she's not giving them enough respect and she's throwing her weight around and taking all the customers. Da 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 da, and they fucking beat her tie her up and dunk her in the well yeah it's quite an extreme reaction <laughs> it quite, it's quite, it's, quite it's, a, it's an incredible like establishing shot because yeah, you see her kind of like yeah. coming up it's like shot from above mm. looking down into the well you see her coming up out of the water being dragged up on the rope yeah it's a, br- a brilliant opening it's shot
0: and it's quite abrupt as well mm. so at first you're like well what am i seeing mm. and yeah it's it's really cool the way that cuts together and
1: the uh the mama uh, genzo's wife is there once again beating her with some kind of stick
0: yeah they've got that same stick that yeah, yeah, they yeah. smashed up
1: uh yukino yeah. with right mm. but what <laughs> kind of light is that mayumi just like doesn't give shits Mm. she doesn't cry she doesn't plead for her life she's like yeah do your fucking worst and it's kind of a little bit reminiscent of Kajimeiko in the uh, female prisoner she
0: does have that kind of vibe Mm. she
1: has that quality about her she's got the great facial expressions where she Mm. she
0: doesn't need to say much she says everything through her face I do get the feeling they this would be after those films right so I I feel like they modeled that on her Mm. quite a bit yeah even the hair and all the design of her character is is very much that kind of style so then
1: what comes out of the well well so so (laughs) they have that massive seat they smack her deliver essentially the final blow and like well she's dead so the uh the mama genzo's wife tells the uh the brothel girls to basically just drop her in the well so they let go of the rope she drops down but it's on one of those like the uh what would you call that Pulleys? Pulleys. Pulleys. So, so as the... one of the ropes goes down, the other one comes up, and who's on the other side of the rope? It's... <laughs> I don't know who it is. Cat demon. It's Cat Lady. Theme. Yeah. Demon Looking boy, Cat Looking fucking demon. ridiculous. <laughs> yes. Coming up out of the world, just like, <laughs> yeah.
0: meowing. There's a lot of meows going yeah. on. Yeah, and this and demon woman goes fucking nuts, just... Completely, yes, bonkers in on this a rampage, <laughs> yeah.
1: slashes everyone. Like we said before, when Kuro was getting thrown around and those shots of it flying through the air. We get a lot of that with, with the cat monster lady of her just like jumping through the yeah. air with the same like pshoo pshoo sound effect. Yeah. And loads of meowing going on. And it's so hard to take seriously, but so satisfying it's to watch her really just like
0: great. scratch the faces <laughs> yeah. of these horrible women. She's like biting one prostitute in the guts as well, oh, like, yeah. ripping her guts out. And stuff. Yeah. And slashing at Utai as mm. well, like the yeah, it's just it's it's great. It's oh so yeah, she great. gets she gets a massive round across the face, doesn't mm. she? So she she tries to escape at this point. So she runs off into a, another room, back into the house, oh, yeah. and the cat demon as she opens the door to r- the room, the cat demon's just hanging down, just like hey, what's <laughs> up,
1: <laughs> like upside down,
0: and it's, I'm like, nah. Yeah, and then <laughs> then Yuzo enters mm. as well, and he's fucking terrified as you would be if this was going on yeah he goes into a another room right and we see this fish tank i think we've like seen it earlier in a few scenes and then suddenly the water yeah just disappears yeah and all the fish are just flopping about In the tank. Yeah. Why does that happen? There's there's no reason for anything. What does this even mean? Why is she a cat? There's a lot of things where it's like, why does that happen? So then the next bit is also a bit like, why does this happen? We see the fucking ridiculous... Pervert. Oh, but before that, like when the fish go as well, and then and then
1: you see the cat demon lady like appear behind the fish mm, tank yeah, and yeah, start yeah. meowing.
0: Yeah, but there's no payoff to that,
1: right? No, She's no. There. And that happens for such a long time. She just keeps appearing, keeps meowing, like, hey! jumping through the air. and It's like, Wah! And
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> but she does the same thing in the next scene with um yeah the the pervert guy who auditioned Mayumi. Oh yeah. So he's just getting serviced by a bunch of prostitutes and then the bath oh, yeah. next to him is so, this is so cool it's this is a great shot starts so like smoking in the water is like spinning around it's like a whirlpool gets yeah, created in the it's bath, such a cool yeah. effect and then the water flies out it's sort of a reverse effect right of mm. the water flying out again the Yukino you know, cat demon appears but again just, no me- one, just, just, just fucking there. meows just there just meows just saying what's up do not do anything just meowing <laughs> So then we're back to Utae and Yuzo after they're kind of running with the cat demon. Mm. And uh, Utae is kind of covering her face, right? She's sort of covering up her face. And then Yuzo sort of pulls her hands away. They see her face and she's all slashed up Mm. looking horrific. Yeah. Heavily
1: mutilated by that that cat demon. <laughs> so, so this is the point where you we learn. He's basically trying to do a, a runner with the yeah. money.
0: He's trying to get away. He's, he's like, like fuck oh, this. Gross. Yeah, you're this all is slashed like, up. Yeah. Not interested in you anymore. But
1: mm. but she already said before, if you try to double cross mm. me, and you're fucked. Yeah, fuck. and but he's but but he's not hanging around. He's like this fucking cat demons. And and my wife has got cuts all over her face. He's like, I'm getting out of here. Mm. He tries to do a runner. But we get that fantastic ridiculous silhouette behind the paper screens once again that like fuck is the fucking cat demon monster. Yeah. And then this is where we get the greatest like showdown of the film. And really, really just what what I was waiting for the whole time. So the the cat silhouette monster thing comes into the room. So Yuzo is obviously fucking freaking out because there's a giant cat lady monster thing in the room. And it's kind of also shown through the music. It's really weird, psychedelic jazz. <laughs> a lot of that. A well, lot well, of that. Oh, yeah. I can't this do it justice. Just... Oh, okay. I think that's pretty good. <laughs> One of them. And he's freaking out. He grabs a kind of like spear or something off the wall. Where'd he get where I don't know. Why is there? there a spear in a, in a Turkish bathhouse? And <laughs> he's trying to kill this demon thing and like we saw with, um, with Kuro getting thrown around the room all the time every time he tries to stab the, the cat monster it kind of just jumps and you get these like these shots of just its kind of like the flowing dress flying through the air and weird like pshhh, noises and you get a lot of this he can't quite land the blow and it's really getting to him, and it's kind of funny because the cat monster is like taunting him with that as well. So every time he like misses his shot, she kind of turns around, does like this like cat pose, and fucking meows. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Um, and then, and then finally, she's once again behind the 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 paper screens, and he's ah, like, oh, I've got my chance, and he. Fucking rams the spear That's through a big the scream, paper screen. As he does it. <laughs> yeah. And who? Lo, lo, lo and behold, who's standing behind the paper screens? Not the cat demon. No. Who is it? Well, it's, it's what's her name? U- Utae. Utae. <laughs> <laughs> the mummer of the bathhouse. We get a massive, massive spray of beautiful red paint blood. Mm-hmm. Very, the red paint blood that was very, very bright and heavily featured in a lot of the Pinky Violence films. Nothing like real blood whatsoever, <laughs> but beautiful on screen. Uh, sprayed through the paper screens all over Yuzu, and then he thinks, "Yeah, fucking did I kill the killed the cat?"
0: Yeah, I guess he's just. Yeah, he's just assumed that mm. Utae was possessed. I guess is maybe his assumption because he's he's kind of like oh okay, job done. because yeah. the next scene. But isn't it like like the the screens like fall
1: fall down and then he realizes who he's actually yeah stabbed. yeah yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah he
0: he realizes yeah, yeah. who he's killed. But then he kind of just chills out after that, <laughs> and he goes and he goes and catches up with uh, Mayumi, and he's like yeah we should uh we should get out of here and oh, they, they yeah, have yeah. a drink and they pie, and he's they, like he's kind of like just relaxed now and then they're in the bath together
1: I was always thinking about that yeah there's that weird scene like as if he's completely forgot yeah. about everything, everything that's, that's that just happened, happened. Yeah, yeah. and Mayumi's like rubbing her bum on him yeah
0: they're all soaked <laughs> up he's getting rubbed up and he's like oh this is like heaven this is like heaven and they, oh yeah that, oh, that's a great line yeah, right? yeah, so he's yeah, like yeah, oh yeah. it's like I'm in heaven and she's like well you're going to hell <laughs> And she she pulls out the hairpin mm. that she she saw uh, mm. Yukino's hairpin, right the the one that made her realize that Yukino's dead, and she's trying to stab Yuzo, and then Yuzo starts strangling. He maybe. overpowers her. Yeah, he's like he kind of gets the hairpin out of her hands. Mm. He's strangling her, but then before he can kill her, all the lights go out, and the soap starts to fly like all the kind of bubbles are, oh yeah they all start yeah, to yeah. kind of f- kind of move off the surfaces kind of fly up into the air mm. and then bubbles are like flying around which is kind of like a callback to that tidal sequence right mm. so bubbles floating about really fucking cool visual moment and then who shows up again Cat lady, cat Kuro, lady demon
1: Kuro, Yukino <laughs> does more
0: jumping through the air with that ridiculous yeah. sound effect. And there's like mirrors as well, so yeah. everywhere, you know, she's chasing after Yuzo, but everywhere he goes, uh, like a mirror, you know, of mm. the cat demon kind of appears. Oh. I said, all he does is jump and meow. Yeah. And that's yeah. all she does. Well. Well,
1: I mean, eventually she fucking mm. does something else, but my God, there's a lot of jumping and meowing going
0: on. So Yuzo's trying to fight back. He's got a big sword that he's gotten from somewhere. I can't remember <laughs> where he got that. He keeps fighting these weapons. Yeah. But yeah, he's trying to fight this cat demon. And then, oh my God, his death is oh. so satisfyingly extended and oh, violent. Yeah.
1: Finally, finally, we see an end to this absolute cunt of a character. Oh, it was so satisfying. Mm, yeah. Mm. First, she bites his
0: ear off. Yeah. Beautifully. <laughs> yeah. It's there's so many stages to it. So yeah, yeah, bites his ear off. Then she rips his like plucks his eyeballs out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah then pulls out his guts, like, different, different like bouncing, tearing yeah. out his guts. And all, all the while it's like still a sort of jumping kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah, all yeah. throughout it. And then as he's like had his ear ripped off, his eyes ripped out, his guts pulled out, he somehow blindly manages to cut the cat demons head off mm. again, like a throwback to before with Kuro's head getting cut off and the heads like flying through the air but then lands on his neck and then we get the best fucking moment of the film (laughs) where the cat demon's head bites down and we get this amazing, again, very 70s spray of ridiculous, like, geysering blood. Mm. (laughs) It's so fucking good. But that's not even the end of his death. No, 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 No. So he's all fucked up. He falls down, a lamp falls down and sets him on fire.
1: (laughs) He deserves all of this. It's so good. So he's
0: like completely fucked He's earless, (laughs) eyeless, boweless, and now on fire. (laughs) So he's in flames and the rest of the building starts catching fire as well. It's all falling to pieces. Mm. He's burnt to a fucking crisp. Yeah. But fucking Mayumi's still inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so he choked her out while she was in the bath. Unconscious yeah. in the bath, right? Yeah. But she wakes up. She comes out. Leaves very effortlessly. Yeah, just like, ah, oh, a couple of things <laughs> falling down <laughs> here. Fucking building so far. She looks at the toasted corpse of yeah. Yuzu, which is quite nice. And then as she goes out, we get such a fucking
1: bonkers head. <laughs> oh, my God. The ending, man. <laughs> so well, she looks up into the
0: sky... <laughs> Up to the heavens
1: and sees her beloved sister <laughs> yeah, very, very awkwardly sort of pasted <laughs> into the shot. <laughs> uh, who's, I, I guess, now an angel? I guess so, yeah. I, I mean, the only thing that I could take away was I guess Mayumi avenged her death, yeah, and she changed from a cat demon into an angel. And gonna
0: and then she just kind of floats right away, off, superimposed <laughs> <But on laughs> terribly, yeah, very badly. Superimposed. I feel like it was a it was enjoyable that moment. Didn't really need it though. It could have just ended with Miami leaving the burning yeah. building. But that's it. Oh my god! The end. And Those the last film. thirty uh, minutes. Holy it's yeah, 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 shit. Um, it's um it's something else yeah i've ne- i don't think i've ever seen a film where th- this film is enjoyable start to finish mm. i love this whole film but it cranks it up yeah the last 20 minutes are insane yeah completely hyperactive finale to this film and it's like watching completely two different films yeah, yeah yeah and that's that's basically why I chose it is mm. the very crazy mashup of these two genres mm. it's not really anything that shocking in this film mm. maybe the tree you know uh, bdsm kind of scene oh. is like is like a little bit shocking but no no worse no. than anything you'd see in a Roman porno. In fact you'd see a lot worse in, in a yeah, Roman yeah, porno. Yeah. But the kind of crazy blend of genres in this really make it something very special, mm. I think. Yeah. While still talking about the
1: like the end of the film, that ridiculous like cutting the head off, a head flying up in the air, landing and biting the neck. That is exactly what happens in Grotesque. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah! It is too. <laughs> yeah. So grotesque is like from what two thousand and seven? seven no, something like that, right? Well, I,
1: yeah. Let me do a quick search. Yeah, but that I immediately because we spoke about that film quite mm. recently, didn't we? And that is the exact ending of that film as yeah. well. And when I was kind of watching it, I was um, thinking this is kind of yeah two thousand nine. Sorry, grotesque. Um, I was like that scene is exactly how grotesque ends but just the ridiculous like pop aspect of it it was almost very like house esque as well Mm, but not not just because of the cats just because of how ridiculous it was and how poppy it was towards the end yeah Yeah. totally totally it was an absolute mind fuck of genres (laughs) yeah Yeah.
0: it really is like ah
1: yeah like because like even even the two well, it's it's a pinky violence film, but even like borrowing the the actresses and the themes from the Roman pornos, you have those two genres mixed together in themselves, and then you have the the cat weird the mm. cat like the the cat Obake Baca. stuff. Mm. Yeah, ah, oh, it was it was difficult
0: <laughs> to pinpoint. Like, it was very difficult to pinpoint this film. The first time I watched it, really did blow my mind just because of the. The mashup of genres—it's there's not many other films that I've seen that <laughs> mash up genres in quite this sort of way. Uh, it, was, it was, I
1: don't know, I it was really difficult for me because I I don't know if I enjoyed it. That's the yeah, thing that really? I really
0: struggle with. Mm. Yeah, because I I love this film. I I love basically everything I've seen by this director. This is mm. one of my favorites by him, just because it's so. High energy and, as you said, so poppy, colorful, weird, and just such a, such a film of its time in the best possible way.
1: It was incredible. I think there there were so many things that I I wanted to happen that didn't happen, which Mm. is more just down to my own expectations. But I mean, mainly I just hated that cunt. Yeah, (laughs) first and foremost.
0: But and he gets I watch such a satisfying he gets like, end. Oh, great. Right. And so <laughs> yeah. that
1: was great, but I, I really wanted like all the Kuro scenes of the Cat Vision. I I wanted something out of that. Yeah. And it wasn't until really the very end of the film that anything happened about mm. it. And the oh my god, the the Cat Demon makeup, the glitter, <laughs> the glittery thing with the with the fangs and the ears poking <laughs> out of the wig was so so ridiculous,
0: but for me that that adds to the charm of it. I think because it it's just so wildly yeah. out of place, like how ridiculous, yeah, that is, yeah.
1: Because this really just keeps going from really serious to really ridiculous, yeah. like back yeah. and forth, back and forth, like with the the horrendous rape and the bondage mm. scenes to so the really poppy slapstick sex yeah. scenes and. It's almost like Hong Kong levels of yeah. disparity in yeah. this film. <laughs> this is off the rails. Yeah. The people involved in this is are, are quite incredible. And to know that they all kind of came together to make this <laughs> yes, absolutely ridiculous film.
0: It, it, yeah, that is very funny. And the fact that they managed to get Naomi Tani to do this mm. really surprises me. Because it is so much sillier than anything i've seen her in yeah
1: <laughs> but as a roman because like the roman porno nikatsu films they're not silly
0: no i mean they're especially the ones that she's in mm. i mean there are some really fucking silly ones but she she her, her ones are really dark mm. and there, there are of course like they always slip in some silly mm. pervy kind of elements but there is kind of a Yeah, a seriousness to them that this film doesn't have. Yet it still has all the kind of violent, fucked up stuff in it as well. So it is that really
1: tonally strange mix. I I think you just saying that you're very similar to Catherine in a way is very accurate because it does change, like the the theme and the atmosphere from scene to scene. Yeah. and you never quite know what you're gonna get next Mm. it's like am I gonna get another fucked up bondage forced abortion or rape scene or am I gonna get like a ridiculous sex scene with a man going cross-eyed yeah with his ridiculous (laughs) cross-eyed cunt face or a fucking cat flying through the air (laughs) it it was and it it's kind of weird because it's only an 80 minute film but it feels like they got a
0: lot in here they packed a lot yeah there's not there's not really i was gonna say there's no filler but there also is there is there's all, all those the sex scenes there's all ridiculous filler. sex yeah. stuff <laughs> yeah. but it's all very frantic like there's mm. no scenes that go for a long time i don't think there's anything that goes too long like even those gross sex scenes they're very fucking frantic mm. it's like guys we've got 80 minutes come on we gotta get this shit in there. <laughs> Yeah, pretty, pretty nuts. <laughs> yeah. What about the uh,
1: the wrong amateur? You know what? For this this? I, I was, I was fucking. Out. I was thinking about it whilst I was watching it, mm. and as as I mentioned before, like I was fifty or so minutes into the film, I was like, you know, I've I've seen some like some rape and some bondage, but nothing that I haven't seen before. So I was like, it's not, it's not gonna really ever get that high, is it, or is it? But as soon as we got past that fifty-minute mark, fucking hell, the cat stuff. Oh my god, it was so 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 ridiculous, <laughs> so impossible to take seriously that it kind of just like shot right up, and with the the mix and the mishmash of genres, I, th- I you know what I was um I was thinking about a seven, but I think I'm gonna have to do an eight. Oh, that's quite high. It is. So it really fucking confused me, this film. Yeah. I don't know what I was watching. Yeah. I think an eight. Okay. Well,
0: yeah, for me. That's quite high. Mm. Um, I-, I just give everything high rate. Yeah. <laughs> so again, like, yeah, the wrong wrongometer, not how good it is, how wrong it is, which is just how bizarre and, like, unusual or offensive or just off-puttingly wrong <laughs> it's just totally fact. so I yeah uh, that's that's pretty high I'm not gonna go that high I'm gonna go pretty low actually oh, yeah. <laughs> I think when I first saw it I would have gone that high mm. but watching it again maybe because I knew what was hap- gonna right. happen it didn't shock me as much but that that kind of random bondage scene in the middle, Mm. Does ramp it up because it is so much, so Ah. shockingly out of place in that film, and Mm. the fact that we have that scene, and then as you said, a sparkly cat demon at the end, yeah, yeah, yeah. that kind of (laughs) insane mishmash. It does, it does bump it up, but I'm, I'm only gonna go a six.
1: Okay, that's interesting you say that though because you said like the
0: the the Bondage scene ranks it up, but it's more not so much the Bondage scene, but the fact that that's in the film mm. and then what like 30 40 minutes later mm. we're seeing a sparkly yeah. cat demon <laughs> yeah it's more the those two things mm. both existing mm. in this film is that's- what cranks it up yeah
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah i totally understand that for me like knowing the people involved in this i was expecting those kind of bondage scenes mm. But I think no one involved in either, either one of the studios, whether it be the Nikatsu or the Toei Studios, I'm pretty sure neither one of the people involved in this have ever done any sort of yeah, weird cat fucking flying true. stuff. So that I think for me, that's the reason <laughs> yeah, why I have yeah. to rate it as high. Because I was expecting the pinky violence, the bondage and the yeah. the ridiculous like girl gang stuff. But not a cat.
0: Yeah, it it is the cat stuff that that cranks it up. sure. Yeah, yeah. and 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 the design of that cat as well. If it was if it was like a really scary cat demon, it would probably be lower. Wrong yeah, yeah, writing. it's so it's so like an kind of eighties hair metal.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah fuck. Uh-huh. I I do I really love this film though, so I, I do encourage people to go out and get that mondo Macabro Blu-ray. Mm. They brought out a limited edition first but oh, I think yeah. there's like a standard edition okay. coming out um, so I think by the time this episode uh, is live not live it what do you call it it is it is is It is. Is that is that the language that we use for this but yeah by the time that you can listen to this um, it, I think that standard Blu-ray is out so yeah do get it the print looks great
1: as mm, well it is right? nice yeah I think like knowing what I know now I'm gonna have to go back into it watch it again because the first time was a bit of a sensory overload. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh Jesus Christ.
0: Right. Next week. What next we week.
1: Going? Or next time.
0: Oh fuck, I always <laughs> say.
1: We're going back to the year I was born. Nineteen eighty one. What the fuck? Nineteen eighty nine two. And next time we are going to be watching Mike Deanna's. Blood Brothers. Oh, yeah, a lovely little indie short from America. Oh, <laughs> so something to look forward to. I'm actually quite surprised you've not
0: seen this before. So no, I'm I'm very excited yeah. to see this because you know, I know of Mike Deanna. I know who Mike Deanna is. Mm. So yeah, I'm very keen. Nice. Keen to All right, this. next time, Mike Deanna's Blood Brothers. And yeah. as always, please follow us on twitter SMSW podcast on twitter give us a review that's us do the review thing that's really important um if you want to shoot us an email you can send us an email to show me something wrong at gmail.com and yeah just tell tell you tell all tell all of your friends all of them all of them send a message get your fucking phone out get your fucking phone out right now Send a fucking, send a group message to all of your friends. Alright? Can you fucking do that? Guy, get your fucking phone out. (laughs) Send a message. (laughs) Do it.